National Airport police officers who found him asleep in the baggage claim area. This is SRN News. News Talk 660, K Sky, and Michael Medved. Weekdays at 2 p.m. News Talk 660, K Sky. Cock your guns, cast your lines, and drop your anchor. Time to sit back and relax. It's the Big Boat and Outdoor Show with your host, Dennis Gibbs. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show. We're talking to you live here this morning on the beautiful studios of News Talk 660K Sky. I'm Dennis Gibbs, the boat guy. And, uh, man, what a beautiful Saturday we've had so far today. Going to be a beautiful weekend, and we've got a great show for you today. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to be talking to our Fish and Guides Four Seasons Guide Service with Michael and Diamond Dave Beeson. And also, we're going to get a hold of Kevin Strickland this weekend, and he and his son were out fishing on the lake. And we're going to find out how they did this morning as well, find out uh, what all this rain, how has it affected our fishing out there. And then at 920, excuse me, at 520 today, what has happened to the value of your boat? Your used boat, it might be a 1980 boat, might be a 2009 boat. But what has happened uh, in 2009 with our economy, what has happened to the value of your boat? Well, we have Mr. Harry Height, General Manager of Marine Max out in Louisville, is going to join us at 520 today. And then kicking off the second half of the show is Lake Level Ginger with the Big Boat and Outdoor Show Lake Report with your current lake levels and uh what fish are biting and what's going on out there in the lake world. And then uh, Big John and I are going to answer our email questions of the week. And talking about Big John, he is uh, big and uh, large. He is in East Texas. He is Big John Mixon. Good evening, Big John. Good evening. What's happening up in Big D today? John, we are having a beautiful weekend, and uh, I got my truck cleaned today. The inside of it, man, it certainly is nice. Man, that sounds good. The weather must be cleared up. We're still getting a little rain down this way. Are you really? No, it was a beautiful day today. It couldn't. Have, it was picture perfect today. And hey, John, over to my right, running our ship today is Mr. Sean Young, <laughs> hitting the gong there. And to his right, navigating us today, is Mr. Drew Hess. Look at these girls. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow, wow right? <laughs> it's always entertaining. People tune in just to see what Drew's going to do. <laughs> well, John, we have a great show today, man. What have we got going on now? I know I've been busy and I hadn't talked to you, but what's up today? man? I'm, I'm like the rest of the listeners. I'm excited about what's going on. What's up today? Well, we are going to uh, talk to our fishing guides. I'm looking forward to that. Don't know if we'll have uh, Diamond Dave or Michael Beeson with us. And then uh, I even talked to Harry Hyde earlier today about, you know, our radio interview today that we're going to be doing with him. And, uh, you know. Harry Hyde. Yeah, Harry Hyde. Out there. That sounds, like a, that sounds like some kind of Frankenstein you built out of, like, part of Harry Hines and part of Booger Hyde. It's like, <laughs> Uh, I'll sell your boat. No, I'll tow your boat. No, I'll tow your boat. (laughs) I know, and, you know, the nickname for Lance is Booger, but uh, every time I hear that, I always think of Donnie Hastings, who we saw. Yeah, man, we saw him today, or this week. We were out at Cedar Mills Marina surveying a boat, 
And we were with Randy Warstel driving it around from the boathouse to the travel lift. And what comes around the boathouse but this big, giant boat floater with him on the back of it with an, a, a, an electric fishing motor hooked up to a 12-volt battery. And he was just cruising <laughs> it through the marina. It was funny. Oh, my God. The stuff you'll see at a marina. People, you know, you don't have to be a boat lover to go out to the marina. If you're a people watcher, if you think it's fun to go to Walmart on a holiday... You need to go out to the marina just during a regular work week and watch what goes on out there. <laughs> well, John, this segment is being brought to us all by Levon Water Sports. Rent you a boat uh, this weekend out at Collin Park Marina with Levon Water Sports. And, uh, hey, man, I'm ready to go fishing. Let's go fishing. Let's find out who we've got on the line with us. Who do we have on with us this mor- this evening? This is Michael. we got Michael Beeson again. Michael and John, I, I, I have been used to uh, saying good morning to you guys for almost the last, what, six, seven years? Yeah. And now that we're on here in the evening, I'm going to have to put a quarter in the jar every time I say good morning. All right, uh, well, moving on. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Uh, that's all right, man. Hey, did you guys... Uh, oh, uh, that, that went over like a lead balloon. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Hey, Michael, did you guys go out fishing this week? Yeah, yeah, sure did. Just fished today. How was it, man? I was a, I thought it was a little bit slow, but we caught fish. It was, you know, it was one of them days you, you spent a little time on the water. Well, I, you still brought fish in the boat, right? Oh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Michael, what has all this rain done, uh, you know, up in Oklahoma, here in Texas, raining over there in, uh, on the lake? You got all these rivers now, the Red River flowing into Lake Texoma. What has all this rain done to the fishing? Well, it's going to it's going to scatter them a little bit till they get adjusted to the to the water coming up, and then they ought to gather back up. Overall, it ought to help it out quite a bit by bringing the water temperature down. Really? So the water temperature uh, is going to go down. The fish are going to get. Uh, you know, start need to move around, and and uh, so what do you think? Maybe next week that. The fishing ought to start getting pretty good. Well, I'm hoping. Uh, these fish right now, uh, they're just kind of like a roller coaster ride. One day it's real good, and the next day it's kind of slow. But uh, we need them, you know, we need to get them ganged up and feeding a little bit stronger than what they've been doing. Right, right. Well, hey, Big John, what have you got for uh, Michael? Man, I just was wondering if they're getting geared up for hunting season yet. Ah, but I still like about. I don't do any deer hunting. I'm just uh, I'm getting geared up for duck hunting, but uh, I still like about a month or so. I'm out on it. All right. I just thought maybe you was laying the groundwork, getting everything ready. Oh well, yeah, we're out. We're getting ready to start painting decoys and getting all the stuff out and running around the leases and making sure everything's on go there. But uh, we usually don't try to get started hunting till around uh, around mid November. Yeah, you been keeping Diamond Dave out of trouble? David, uh, Diamond Dave is in South Texas dove hunting. My Lord. Is he really? We had an email question come in about dove hunting, where to go in Collin County to go dove hunting. And I asked uh, Kevin Strickland about that, and he said, there's really not any place in Collin County to go dove hunting anymore. you got to get a you know a dove hunting lease. Oh, man, no. Just downtown get out. Plano. Yeah, get, go to downtown Plano with a little air rifle, and you can clean them off the highline wire. <laughs> I think uh, they work better. <laughs> a paint gun? Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Look at those pretty red birds over there. They got there's some yellow ones over there. 
Well, well I, I tell you what, Michael, if I decide to go come up there and fish this week, what do I need to bring with me? What's going to make me catch some fish? Well, uh, if you're going to fish artificial, I throw topwaters on the, along your rocky banks, on your main points. Uh, and then your bait fishing, we're fishing anywhere from 22, 23 foot of water as deep as about 45 right off a of river ledge. Uh, we're just kind of fishing for them striper. What kind of test line? What what strength line do you use? We use twenty pound line and uh, twenty pound leaders. Uh, we'll drop down this time of year. I've dropped down to about uh, about a seventeen. To, I've even gone as as small as a twelve pound leader this time of year. Yeah, gotcha. just simple fact the fish are kind of spookish and smaller the line, it seems you get a little bit of better bite out of them. Uh, All right. Is that what you were going to say, Dennis? That's exactly what I was going to say. You took the <laughs> words right out of my mouth, Michael. But, uh, hey, man, I do appreciate that report. That was very good advice, and uh, we'll holler at you uh, next Saturday. All right, fellas. Y'all have a good one. All right. You too, man. That's Michael and Diamond Dave Beeson with Four Seasons Guide Service. They're going to take you out fishing, and you're going to catch some fish. You're probably going to want to go duck hunting here soon. You're going to want to book a trip with them. Here's their phone number. Write it down. It's 903-465-5262. That's uh, 903-465-5262. And Big John, Yo. are you ready to talk to Kevin Strickland? I'm ready. I'm re- I need an update on Joe Dirtay. Okay. I think we've got Kevin Strickland on with us. Yes, What's we up, do. Gentlemen? Hey, there we go, Kevin. How are y'all this evening? Man, we are doing absolutely great. What a beautiful Saturday it has been. And I would imagine that uh, I talked to you this morning pretty early about, what, 745, and you were yeah. out on the water fishing with your son, Heath. How did all that go? Uh, it was, uh, day was great. Fishing was probably as large, the worst I've ever seen it. Really? Yeah, but we fished for seven hours and, uh. We were bass fishing. The water up there at bottom just looked, I don't know, it looked kind of like the lake was turning over. They had a big green algae bloom. It was a, you know, I've never really seen the water that color. They didn't have a whole pile of rain, you know, with a lot of runoff. The lake come up a little bit, but it was, you know, it's plenty clear. I broke a couple of feet. I pulled one off and broke one off at the boat, and that was a couple of bass that we knew for sure. But, well, we bass fishing, we caught we caught crappie while we was trying to bass fish. So the crappie, <laughs> evidently, the crappie's biting because I wasn't trying to catch them, and we caught several. So Really? So going out a, crappie fishing would be good then? Yeah, they was, uh, I had some buddies of mine up there, and they were they were uh, drowning minnows, you know, over the top of brush piles, you know, and catching <laughs> catching a few. They caught 31 yesterday and 29 the day before, and they've been up there all week, and they've been doing, been doing pretty good on the crappie up there. You didn't break out your shiny bait so that the you know bass could see it easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that muddy water, they can see them shiny baits real well. <laughs> <laughs> that cracks me up every time, man. When you ripped me that time, I said that. But uh, uh, I get him every once in a while, Kevin. He'll say something. I will go, shiny bait don't shine. But the water. Yeah, that was unintentional. I was just correcting you. I didn't want you to make a fool of yourself in front of a crowd, Summers. <laughs> well, hey, man, I was talking to you this morning also about uh, emails that have come in, and one of them was, uh, can you ask Kevin Strickland, is there any place to go dove hunting out in uh, Collin County? And, of course, John and, and Michael Beeson said, yeah, you can go into downtown Plano with the paintball gun. 
But no, I uh, is there Frisco, uh, Frisco would be the best place you go downtown. That's, there's more dove in Frisco than there is anywhere in North Texas. So and you might get a might get a ticket. I got you. Uh, so if you <laughs> if you shoot one, then you better grab it and run. Right. That's right. <laughs> just let it lay there for a while. You might have to fight off an alley cat, but just let it lay there for a minute. Things might get interesting. <laughs> you know, most property in in Collin County and and nearly every county, for most most everything's private. And if you don't have a if you don't have permission to know the landowner or something or have it leased, you know, it's just hard to find a place to go. And you can bang them up pretty good the first two or three days of season if you've got a if you've got a place that's got like corn or maize or something on it. But most of, most of the time after the first few days, you beat them local birds up that's been around here all all spring and summer. And you know what's here is what what's here right now. Now, now when we get some cold fronts come in, we'll get some birds down out of Oklahoma and down out of Kansas. You know later in the year. But right now it's it's been pretty slow. I haven't we haven't done any good anyway. Hmm. John, what do you got for Kevin? Hey, I'm loving it, man. I'm just this hunting talks getting fired up. I was sitting on the back porch this morning watching seven deer munching in the backyard back here. I had my I gotta get I'm picking with you on the corner on the freezer. I'm we're we're getting ready. I'm selling bows and making up arrows right now and just getting ready for uh getting ready for both season. It starts on the third of October, so we're getting fired up. I got some great pictures of some big, big pigs down at our place. I need to get sent over to y'all so you can put on the website. <laughs> yeah, send them yeah. to Drew, and probably about spring break, he'll get them on the website. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin, I, I, there they are. Hi, kids. But, um, Kevin, I got to ask you, man, um, what is, uh, if somebody wanted to go out fishing, you know, they're they're looking for bass. I know you spent about seven hours out there, and you caught a lot of crappie, but uh, if you were going to give any advice to anybody trying to get a bass in their boat, what would you say? The last several days that I've that I've been, I've been a couple times over the last several days, and the fish just seem real suspended right now. If you could throw a, I got a little old bait. It's it's just a little lead head jig with a little spinner on. It's called a it's called a fish head spin, mm-hmm. and uh, you just put a little old plastic shad imitation bait on it. The fish are they're not on the bottom and they're not on the top. They're the balls of shad are down eight or ten feet deep, and those fish are suspended underneath them. If you could, it's hard to find a bait to fish, you know, down in that water column like that. You've got to just let your bait follow the black line. It's uh, it's right <laughs> Well, Kevin, we appreciate it. Sounded like you just pulled into the train station. Sounds like y'all are in a basketball game. It's all on my end. <laughs> That's John. All right. Well, hey, um, Kevin, I appreciate it, man. We'll let you go, and uh, you have a good one. All right, Bob. Okay, guys, y'all have a good day. All right, you too. Hey, that's Kevin Strickland, and uh, he can take you out fishing. He can take you out hunting, and he can also get a bow and arrow in your hands and teach you a lot about that bow and how to shoot it. Give him a call. It's 972-804-9987. And this part of our fishing and hunting report with Kevin Strickland is brought to us by Shallow Lake Ranch, and Kevin is booking trips out to Shallow Lake Ranch. You want to go deer hunting? This place is up in northwest Northwest Texas. Uh, air conditioning, everything up there. Satellite TV. They've even got a cook. Guided hunts, unguided hunts. Call Kevin, 972-804-9987. I'm Dennis Gibbs, the boat guy. He's Big John Mixon. When we come back, what has happened to the value of your boat since our economy has gotten 
kind of low right now. So uh, we're going to tell you we've got Harry Height with Marine Max, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show on News Talk 660 K-Sky. Your new choice for intelligent talk. At Southward at 92.9 FM. News Talk 660 K-Sky. Where can you hunt mule deer, whitetail, hogs, and turkeys on 4,000 acres? At Shallow Lake Ranch. Shallow Lake Ranch offers a lodge that sleeps 12. 998-9383. That's 1-800-998-9383. 1-800-998-9383. News Talk 660 K-Sky and Hugh Hugh every weekday afternoon at 5. News Talk 660 K-Sky. More of the Big Boat and Outdoor Show on News Talk 660 K-Sky with your host, Dennis Gibbs. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show. My name is Dennis Gibbs. I'm the boat guy. And we are talking to you live here on News Talk 660 K-Sky. And as you can hear in the background, we got Big John back there. What are you doing, man? Are you jumping air, uh, jumping out of an airplane or what? Oh, I'm turning on uh, air conditionings and uh, exhaust fans. I've got uh, three bars to get ready to open night. We've got uh, three live acoustic acts in one. We've got bikini and wet t-shirt contest in another. And we got a OC biker rally in the third one. So I'll have uh, 800 to 1,000 people here trying to have a good time in a few hours. So and, and this in is our at, commercial breaks, I'm kind of busy. <laughs> and this is at your house, right? Yeah, who was it? Somebody you said last week, remember I was breathing so heavy, and they're like, John, are you breathing real heavy? I was like, uh, no, I'm just standing here. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, that sounds like you're going to have a lot of fun out there, man. You're going to be yeah, a busy man, guy. Yeah, we're going to be jumping in Nacogdoches tonight, but I'm uh, I'm ready to find out what's happened to the value of my boat. Well, i got to ask you real quick. Are you competing in that wet T-shirt contest tonight? Yes, I, I shaved <laughs> down uh, so that uh, the T-shirt can't actually get to my chest. Uh, but, no, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, it's going to be an interesting night to say All right. Well, hey, Big John, this segment is being brought to us by Texoma Bluffs. If somebody closes on a townhouse now between now and September 30th, they will receive the option to choose either a 2009 Sea-Doo or Kawasaki Mule. And, uh, John, I know you like that Kawasaki Mule. Hey, I have been having a blast on my Sea-Doo, man. That thing is awesome. And, you know, we're getting close to fix start time to, you know, build my dream house on my two lots I bought up there. So, come on, I need some neighbors, y'all. Get up there and buy some land. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You heard, it. you heard it from Big John. All right, John, what we put out and what we were talking about earlier was what has happened to your boat value and people that have a used boat and also you got manufacturers putting out 2010s right now and, you know, have they had to adjust their pricing a little bit there, you know, to uh, to fit in with what's going on with the economy right now. And um, according to my notes, we have Romy DeSina on with us here. And Romy is up on the screen, but Romy is directing our call. I guess we have Mr. Harry Hyde on with us, right? Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hey, there's Harry. Good evening, Harry. How you doing? Good evening. I'm doing great. Man, uh, uh, fantastic. We thank you very much for joining us today about, you know, what has happened to the value of your boat. And... Um, Harry, let me just start off by by saying, you know, there is, uh, let's say somebody in December of 2007, 
bought a brand new 2008 boat. And let's say that the manufacturer or the dealer has that same exact 2008 boat that did not sell, and they still had it here in 2009, and they've had to drastically reduce the price of that boat to get it to sell. And you get one guy that paid, for example, let's say for a brand new boat, $100,000, and another guy buys the exact same boat, but has you know gets it a year or so later, and gets it for, you know, sixty nine thousand nine ninety nine. Is uh, how does that affect you know the value of a boat and and uh, you know what do you think that that's going to do to the values of boats? Well, I I, uh, I will tell you, Dennis, that the the market uh, it's it's a simple simple economics. It's it's supply and demand, uh, right? Because of the economy, the demand has been down, the supply has been up, and, and dealers have had excess inventory, which they've tried to reduce at drastically low prices. Right. And, and that has driven the, uh, the prices down. Uh, in addition, you have private owners who, for whatever reasons throughout the country, some areas of the country have been hit harder by this uh, economy than others, and they uh, can't afford their boat or whatever they have, and they're trying to get rid of it at whatever cost. And that probably would set the market even lower than what a dealer would, because a dealer follows the market, what a what a boat would book at, and it's it's basically supply and demand. And when they when the demand is lower and the supply is higher, whether it's a new or used boat, the prices are going to go down. Right, and and uh, that's basically simple economics. Uh, we we've experienced it. I don't know a boat dealer that has not experienced it, but to the consumer, um, yes, the value of uh, their boat, market value, not the not the true value, but the if they wanted to trade, uh, they would in this market right now get less for their boat. I could uh, use an analogy of a 401k. If 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 you don't have to trade your boat right now. Um, or sell your boat, it's probably not a good time to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a buyer's market still, and and uh, if the dealer takes a trade, a lot of times they can uh, they can work with you. And uh, depends on the type of trade and the type of boat and the model of the boat. And uh, some some uh, some boats, some makes, some models will uh, will be better, will hold their values better in this market than others. Yeah, and, and you know, being, of course, in demand, uh, that exactly. particular kind of boat. And, and Harry, what do you think that, uh, and that's a very good analogy, and, and you know, that uh, I appreciate that, but what do you think in, is, like, Brunswick, who makes Sea Ray, what are they having to do for the 2010 model boats? I'm sure that you might even have, uh, do you have any 2010s on the floor? Uh, yes, we do. Yes, yeah. we do. We have several. Mm-hmm. Now, how would the 2010s come in? I guess is it pretty much still the, you know, suggested retail price of this boat is X amount of dollars, but now we're giving, which was the same as it was in 2009, but now they're giving rebates or discounts to um, try to offset that, you know, supply and demand. They are offering in, uh, incentives. And most manufacturers are. Uh, their incentives are based on the uh, model year of the boat. So if you have an older, if you have a 2008, if a dealer has a 2008 or a 2009, 
the incentives would be higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, the non-current model years, as they call it, would be a higher incentive if the dealer offers those incentives. Uh, and, and, and I will tell you, all manufacturers are building less boats right now. Right, right. Are, are uh, you know, these manufacturers right now have, uh, you know, are, are suffering in the boat business just like everybody else is. And, uh, of course, you know, my business, too. And, and you know, the same with uh, the boat dealerships across the the nation here. And uh, we've got 2010s already rolling out. And I'm sure they're already working on the 2011. The 2011 model boats are probably uh, real close to start being built right now. And I'm just kind of wondering. I guess they slow down and just kind of wait for the market to come back. And they're not really going to be offering these for a lesser value than what they used to offer the same boat the years before. Dennis, what I would tell you is the the cost to build the boat. Uh, is is basically the cost to build the boat, mm-hmm. and and uh, uh, they can absorb maybe some of the cost. I, I'm not in manufacturing, but I would tell you that, uh, it, and uh, hiring people and and running production lines, they do it with fewer people, fewer lines, and and try to defray some of that cost. I, I'll, I will say that if you're building less units, that cost is defrayed over less units as well. So. Uh, the cost to build is the cost to build, and and the only way they can control that is we'll, we'll go back to supply and demand. Once the supply goes down and the demand grows, then then uh, the price could bounce back. Back up again, right? Well, hey, I I uh, we had an email question that came in about a man with a his uh, older boat. He's had a, a 1978. It was a powerboat. I don't recall what kind it was. And, of course, he told me how nice it was in his email and and this, that, and the other. And his question was, how bad has his boat, the value of his boat, been affected? And I told him, not nearly as bad as your newer style boats because they have their normal depreciation, you know, that that they're going to go through at the beginning. But, uh you know, I, I think that the older model boats probably haven't been affected as much value-wise as some of the newer boats. Do you think the same or what? I, I agree. I agree with you, Dennis. And I guess on the older boats, the biggest thing that will determine their value is condition. Right, right, right. And and you know that as well as anybody being in the, you know, uh, doing what you do. And, and the condition of the boat after you, you know, I would say especially five years old or older the condition of the boat really dictates the value of the boat and the one thing that that you and i could offer to people right now and maybe john too i i john we haven't heard from you i don't know if you're still listening or not yeah i've got a question in a minute but go ahead no i just want to say harry you know to offer uh, advice to boat owners right now and what i would tell them is you know keep your boat keep it nice keep it clean and if you do want to improve some of the components in your boat I'm I'm t- advising them to go ahead and do that. Keep their boat and 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 you know uh, upgrade air conditioning if they needed to, or or uh, put better depth finders or GPS units, whatever they want to put on there, and uh, that will also help you know make their boat more marketable and and kind of hold their value on their boat. I would agree with that, and and I would I would. Uh add to that advice go to her, uh someone that is a reputable installer that knows what they're doing will will give you a quality install job and remember that a boat 
is uh, is a point of enjoyment for you. If if you don't do it as much for an investment as do it if you're going to enjoy the boat and this helps you enjoy your boat, go ahead and do that as well. Just make sure it's a quality job, something that's going to hold up for you, and uh, it will enhance the value as as the boat gets older. Well, hey Harry, I um, I I'm, I appreciate you being on with us, and I wanted to say you, at Marine Max, you've got some uh, things going on. You've got online uh, boat sales there. Uh, you've also got a service department being headed up by Kent Nelson, and uh, you know, tell us a little bit about that and how people can get a hold of y'all. Um, we are uh, on Stemmons Freeway, um, right off of 35, at um, Valley Ridge Road. Um, and we uh, currently have a special going online right now. We are uh, we have an online auction where if you are looking for a used boat, pre-owned boat, uh, we have approximately 40 nationally. Uh, it's a national auction, and we're running it till next Friday. If you go online to marimax.com and and uh, hit the link for the auction, you can bid on a boat. Uh, we also have uh, some winterization and service specials coming up. Ken is on board with us, and uh, we, we uh, if you go online or you can call into the store, and uh, we'll be glad to talk to you about uh, winterization specials, service specials, oil change specials. And we're running uh, we're running some winter specials because we know it's getting to be the time that most people want to maintain their boats and get them ready for the colder seasons. Well, hey, I appreciate that. Hey, John, we're running out of time, but what was your question real quick? I was just wondering if the finance people have let up on any money. Are they loaning money on future crafts? Uh, I will say that uh, uh, from a finance perspective, uh, we we operate with several different banks. Uh, the main criteria, I would say, would be um, uh, they, they want uh, a deposit, the days of uh, – Buying a boat without a deposit, they're pretty much gone. They do want a cash deposit down. And uh, they are loosening up a little bit, but it's still not what it was two, three years ago, guys. Well, John, that puts you and I out of the uh, picture for not being able to buy a boat right now. I bid on nine boats on that online auction, but nobody's taking my $5 yet. But y'all go ahead and try. <laughs> hey, Harry, we do appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Dennis. All right. Hey, that's Harry Height with Marine Max. You can call him right now at their dealership, 972-436-9979. And tell them the boat guy sent you out there. You're listening to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show here on News Talk 660 K-Sky. I'm Dennis Gibbs, the boat guy, and he's Big John Mixon. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial because Lake Level Ginger, she's up next, and she has the Big Boat and Outdoor Show Lake Report. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. new choice for intelligent talk every month so for glenn beck's new book log on to townhallmagazine.com that's townhallmagazine.com news talk 660 k-sky and dennis miller every weeknight at 8 news talk 660 k-sky call 866-660-k-sky with your questions or comments we return to the big boat and outdoor show on news talk 660 k-sky Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show. Talking to you live here on News Talk 660 K-Sky. And uh, Big John. 
Big John is on with us. That's so funny. I got I got sound engineers setting up uh, sound boards and fixing to start doing a sound check in the back <laughs> bar back here. So I'm running from them, trying to get away from the noise. <laughs> Tell them to turn up the big boat and outdoor show real loud out there. I've got yeah, I've got people back in the office on the computer. They don't believe I'm really on. You know, they're on K Scott listening right now. So all y'all get back to work. You're on the clock. <laughs> this segment is being brought to us all by Grandpappy Point Marina and Resort on beautiful Lake Texoma. This special boat, a 2008 3760 Regal, it was listed for 344, is now 225. It's brand new. Call Phil Hoover on this boat. He told me to give you his cell phone number 903 624 0032. Or you can call Grandpappy or go to grandpappy.com, but call Grandpappy toll free at 888 855 1972. Big hey, John. Phil, and Phil said if you call the later you call or if you call during the Cowboy game, you get a bigger discount. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. Tell it Big John sent you. <laughs> well, um, Drew's music for uh, Lake Level Ginger John is not working, so you need go in the background and go dun 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 dun. All right, it is the Big Boat and Outdoor Show, and it is time for the Lake Report with your news correspondent, Lake Level Ginger. Hey, Dennis. Good morning. Good afternoon. See, Oklahoma. I told you, it's easy to do, right? <laughs> it's very easy to do. Oklahoma's lake levels rose with the recent rainfall. Keystone Lake is measuring four and a half feet above its normal elevation level, while Broken Bow is now up more than two feet. Lakes Hugo and Eufaula are both within one foot of their ideal operating levels. Our Texas lakes have welcomed the recent rain. The biggest concern continues to be Lake Travis, still measuring 50 and a half feet below its normal elevation level. Lake Travis is just 16 feet from its 1951 record low. The good news is this is the first week the water level stabilized and didn't lose any additional water. Next in line is Lake Benbrook, which gained two feet and is now five and a quarter feet low. Eagle Mountain, Possum Kingdom, and Sam Rayburn are about four and a half feet below normal, while Joe Pool Lake is more than three feet up of normal this morning. Our, remor- our remaining local lakes are all sitting very close to their ideal operating levels. <laughs> Can you turn that off? <laughs> I'm having a real hard time. I'm ready to go to sleep. Oh, that's so great. I was flashing back to my Shawshank Redemption days. I was living like a free man sitting on the roof drinking a beer. Oh, gosh. Oh, I didn't know how long she was going to move. I knew she'd break. It was getting close. I was struggling. Okay. Anyway, water temperatures have dropped quite a bit. They are generally between 74 and 80. One degrees, with Lake Ray Hubbard being the coolest and Sam Rayburn Lake the warmest. If you'd like to reel in some fish this weekend, cast your line with bait and night crawlers for biting catfish at many of our area lakes. Take the water with the Big Boat and Outdoor Show's virtual sea trials on thebigboatshow.com. While you're there, click join our mailing list to receive our weekly newsletter, which highlights discounts from our sponsors. I am Lake Level Ginger, asking you to please wear your life jacket and boat safely. This concludes your Big Boat and Outdoor Show news report. I'll let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. <laughs> How did Kanye the studio? Kanye, get out of here. Get out of here, Kanye. Puff Daddy. <laughs> Sean, hold the door open for him. Now there you go. He's gone. Sorry about that, Lake Level Ginger. Hey, no worries. You deserve the award. All right. <laughs> well, Lake Level Ginger, thank you very much. And uh we'll get your music fixed next weekend, all right? 
Okay, I won't count any chickens, but okay. <laughs> there we go. Did you notice I sped up? Yes, and there, your helicopter is coming here to pick you up. Bye-bye. All right, there's Lake Level Ginger. She's gone, and she is out of here. And she's shooting uh, at us as she's leaving. There she goes again in her jet. All right. I felt like I was, dr- I like I was drunk at your wedding with your mom poking me in the back telling me to behave. <laughs> <laughs> I was swaying back and forth here going, so great. But, uh, all right, Big John, are you ready now? We have our email questions that have come in. And uh, let's see. Let me reach into the bag and pull these out here. Okay, let's get this one. Drew's just going to keep the wheels off. He's like, the wheels cannot come back on. This is wheels off, totally off. Oh, all right. It says, hey, boat guys, I have a boat on Lake Texoma. I have been on a lot of boathouses. There are a lot of boats that have their electric shore power cords in the water. This doesn't look very safe to me. What is your opinion on this matter? Did you read that last week? No, I did not. <laughs> we were talking, well, oh, it was when we were talking about stray electrical current. You said something about people's shore power cords hanging in the water. Right. Well, this guy, that you're probably right. Well, this guy probably wrote this, it came in this week about listening to our show and it is not a a good idea to do that and mm-hmm. your shore power cords i did speak to a uh, certified marine electrician at cedar mills marina his name is mark and uh, mark and i were talking about this uh, and you know even though that that shore power cord is basically kind of double insulated you're still taking a big chance if your shore power cords are in the water so do yourself a favor and everybody else a favor that wants to go out to the lake and enjoy themselves. Get your shore power cords out of the water and uh, get them routed up underneath the dock or above the dock or whatever you need to do to get them out of the water. Yeah, but, but what uh, about us who'd like to watch people swim by and twitch in the water because our <laughs> hanging there? You're keeping all of us out of the entertainment. <laughs> hey, but, uh, there you go. But uh, that was from D.C. And uh, all right, John, you ready to do another one? we got time for one more. Let's go. All right. Let's go down here. <laughs> did you talk to Bobby Vaughn this week? Be sure to tell him I loved him in Wedding Crashers. Say what now? I said, did you talk to Bobby Vaughn this week? Be sure and tell him I loved him in Wedding Crashers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. We should have had that when we had him on last week, right? That's it, man. I loved it. All right. This one here is uh, I was transformed. I was transferred to Plano, Texas, two months ago from the northeast coast. The docks. Your friend Marty. I'm going to get into that here in a minute. But the docks here have roofs. Where I come from, there are no roofs on the docks, and the docks are stationary. And it says here, how do you guys have roofs on your boathouses? I guess from the northeast coast, that would be for uh, how how to use guys. Well, it's kind of like down here. We got plumbing inside the house. You know, there's a lot of things we do just put down here and y'all do up yonder. <laughs> God, that's great. But uh, this is from Tony S. in Plano, who got transferred here from the Northeast Coast. No, well, it's not Tony. It's not It's Tony. <laughs> hey, hey, Anthony. Yeah, Tony. What's up, Tony? And, uh, but our boathouse is... Well, we do things different in Texas, man. Plus, you got to think, we got a lot more... Uh, Heavy-duty heat, uh, sunshine in the summertime to oxidize and wear them boats out. So you want to keep them cool and keep them uh, covered as much as possible. 
Well, yeah, and those uh, the docks out there in the you know and on the coast are are stationary and they don't have any roofs. And and here, let's see, Tony, our boathouses float, built on styrofoam made out of a metal frame, either wood decking or some of them have a, a special type of. Uh, you know, wood decking or a, a, a concrete that they've put on there. And then the uh, roof is welded on top. These boathouses float up and down either on cables or they're used with a uh, a pipe or a piling that's driven into the ground, into the underneath the water. And a collar that is uh, welded onto the boathouse goes around this pipe. And so it holds the boathouse in place. And so when it rains and the lake goes up, the boathouse floats up and goes down on these pilings and that's how uh, our boathouses work. But uh, I certainly do appreciate him emailing us. And I encourage everybody to go to thebigboatshow.com. Click on the boat guy. Send me your boating email questions, your fishing or hunting questions. We can answer it all here. I know people in the financing business, too. The Brennans, they can help. So go to thebigboatshow.com. Go to Dennis the boat guy, and uh, send your questions in. Big John? And, Tony, all that I said was all due respect. Don't send, you know, Vito or anybody down here to see me. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, um, i tell you what. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then yeah, Big, we might as well. Ain't Big, nothing going on here. Big John and I are going to talk <laughs> about his uh, friend Marty from New York, who the Cowboys are going to beat tomorrow. Oh, so uh, kill the Giants. We're going to let everybody know what the score is going to be for tomorrow night's game. You know, the Cowboys, 92. The Giants, what, four? Maybe. Four. How did I get that number? I'll give I don't them a know. Th- I'll give them a thought, three. Well, what are we going to – is Romo going to run out of the back of the end zone twice and give them two safeties? <laughs> he says, we've got them down 92 points. I'm going to jog over here and get a corn dog, and then I'll come back into the field to play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Dennis Gibbs, the boat guy. He's Big John Mixon. You're listening to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show Talking to you live on News Talk 660 K-Sky. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. Hi, I'm Poppin' Fred, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Bill Bennett's Morning in America, weekdays from 5 to 8 a.m. on News Talk 660-651-1709. That's 1-800-651-1709. On AM at 660. And on FM at 92.9. This is your new choice for intelligent thought. News Talk 660. Case Guy. The Big Boat and Outdoor Show continues. Here's your host, Dennis Gibbs, on News Talk 660. Case Guy. Welcome back, everybody. We're having a lot of fun here at uh, News Talk 660. Case Guy on the Big Boat and Outdoor Show. John is... uh, out there on the rapids? Nope, he's around some crickets. But yeah, I got crickets. I'm walking through. <laughs> oh, let me get back over here where it's quiet. I got everybody screaming next door. Get the Longhorn game on. I said it don't start till seven. Y'all shut up. Hey, you know what, man, John? I'm 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 so lucky that uh, tomorrow I'm going to be out with my kids and my wife all day tomorrow, and um, so I'm gone all day in the afternoon. 
Okay, it's a booked event, and I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to miss the Cowboy game. Well, guess what? It's on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. How great is that, man? And I'm going to come up here and kick my feet up in front of our 20 by 20 big screen, and I'm going to call Marty and just have the biggest time when the Cowboys are just putting it on the giant. I do think it's going to be a very uh, uh, physical, very close game. And oh, yeah. I certainly hope that the Cowboys have worked on their defense, their uh, run defense and pass defense. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That it's everything. Their defense, man. Run defense, uh, pass defense. Run, pass defense. Their rush. Teams. Yeah. I mean, uh, they're really know. struggling against the rush and the pass, but other than that, the defense is doing pretty well. You want to give a prediction, John, the score? Uh, uh, I'm going to say 31 23. 31-23. Cowboys, of course. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go 35-24 Cowboys. Drew, write those down so we'll be ready next week to see uh, who was closer. All right. Hey. I'll forget. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for listening to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show. Please tune in every Saturday at 5 p.m. Go to thebigboatshow.com. Send me your questions. Thank you, everybody. Sean Young and Drew Hess, thank you. Keep keep in tune. Ryan is taking over for Sean, so don't go anywhere. Whoa. Don't It's called the Big Boat and Outdoor Show with Dennis Gibbs on News Talk 660 K-Sky. If you have something on your mind, fire off an email to BigBoatShow at Yahoo.com. That's BigBoatShow at Yahoo.com. Dennis or any of the Big Boat and Outdoor Show crew will check it out. Tune in to the Big Boat and Outdoor Show on News Talk 660 K-Sky. Hey there, it's Jamie at Joe's and it's tow time. And that means it's time for a trailer towing safety tip. So if your vehicle has a hitch or you own any kind of a trailer, then I have a terrific safety tip you won't want to miss. Improper braking is a huge safety concern while towing. The more weight you pull, the harder it is to stop. When purchasing a trailer or camper, always opt for the one with brakes. And there's three to choose from. At Joe's, we'll show you which are best for you. And we'll also fill you in on all the towing and RV road laws. And one more thing, all states have mandated a maximum towing speed. As your speed increases, braking becomes more dangerous, so slow down. And that's our safety towing tip of the day. So stop in and visit us at Joe's Hitches, Trailers, and Truck Accessories, located in downtown Dallas, off of I-30 and Peak Street near Fair Park. And check out our premier line of Kurt Manufacturing products, a leader in the towing industry. I'm Jamie at Joe's, and remember, I'll always hook you up right. Here's Charles Stanley, keeping you in touch with God. It takes courage to wait, to wait when I don't know what the consequences are going to be, but if I'm obeying God, the consequence is His responsibility anyway. Wait upon the Lord, be strong and of a good courage. Let your heart take courage, yes, wait upon the Lord. And I believe probably one of the primary reasons that people fail to accomplish and to achieve, fail to do the thing that God wants them to do is because we fail in our courage. I decided a long time ago, and I can remember the incident in my life where I decided at this point in my life this was going to be the way I was going to operate. If I fail obeying God, it's okay. Because what he thinks is far more important than what people think. And you know what? You're not going to fail obeying God. Go to intouch.org forward slash radio to download a free message from Dr. Charles Stanley. That's intouch.org forward slash radio. KSKA.